in a world filled with COVID and chaos, we bring to you pure entertainment. Dan Corner, woodworking, barbecuing, beating the little one. <laughs> wait, wait, the kid? Or uh, who knows? The little one. Who knows? <laughs> You're disgusting. That's so stupid. Hey guys, did you hear about the chameleon who couldn't change colors? No. He had a reptile dysfunction. Shut up. Oh. Get away from me. <laughs> that is a. Three, two, one, dick joke. Just like that. <laughs> no time. Uh, welcome to bonus content of Dads on Dayquil. I'm Jordan, a.k.a. The Gnome. I'm Josh, a.k.a. The Dome. And AJ is stoning it up somewhere and couldn't be with us tonight, so we asked two lovely guests to be with us. Long time in the making. We have the girls from Taboos, so I'm going to throw it to you girls, and you can introduce yourself and your show. After you, lovely. Hi. Okay. Uh, so, hey, Celeste here. And I'm Allie. And we are Taboos. Ta-da! Yep. We're a podcast that discusses taboo culture. With foul mouths and drinks in hand. It's pretty fucking amazing. That but it is. Fuck with an H it's in it. Great. Fuck with an H in it. She yeah. spells it how she fuck. says it. Fuck with an H in it is especially important because it is how I say it. <sighs> it's true. Oh. I love that yeah, you know it's that the about little me. things. You know? Hence me. Little. So yeah. It is. Here I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was so perfectly played. I love that. The self-ragging just continues. It'll never stop. Like, we don't even have to depreciate you. You do it mm-hmm. yourself. So no. thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he's, mm-hmm. he's good at a few things, and uh, <laughs> that is definitely one of them. So, Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of taboos, though, Jordan, I really, really love your shirt. Is That's it? Really you like it? The purple shirt. looks nice. Yeah, I do. No, I really love yeah. it in purple for sure. It, it is a nice. Josh, where's your taboo shirt? Uh, I would lie and say it's in the laundry, but, but you, it's definitely you not. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys realize that we showed up to represent? As well? <clears throat> oh, no. Mm. Oh. So really, you're just oh. the only asshole here who's not repping someone. He's probably not right. even repping us. <laughs> no. Nope. nope. It's one of my softball mm. shirts. It's all right. I will. Uh, I will fix that. I will get on and I will take care of it soon. Promise. I will make it up to each and every one of you, except for Jordan. <laughs> By each and every one of you, I mean the two girls. That's it. Not you, Jordan. Excellent. All two of us. Yeah, Good I'm job, County. <laughs> You're so stupid. It's, uh, <laughs> it's part of my charm. What can I tell you? Um, <laughs> is there anything you girls would like to talk about before we bring up uh, our topic of why we wanted to bring you on? Yeah, so normally this is the part where we talk about our dad's yeah. stories, right? But do you guys have any mom stories for the week? Um, I think maybe. But before that, uh, can we acknowledge that we're doing this on New Year's Eve? And I wouldn't want to spend New Year's Eve with anybody but you fucking Mugans. Agreed. You know, yesterday (laughs) we were sitting there and I was talking to my wife and I'm like, fuck, we got a little podcast thing with taboos. And it's New Year's Eve. Like, it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel like the normal no. New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hopefully they realize it. Because <laughs> I don't want them to be like, uh, <laughs> we forgot we had plans. So. He sent me the text message. No. And I was like, no, it's not. Shut the fuck up. Like, oh, wait a minute. It sure shit yeah. is. Yes, I haven't done shit for New Year's in like, I don't even fucking know how long. So this yeah, is I my every I year. I don't treat this it the same anymore. Eventful. This is more mm-hmm. eventful than any of my other years. Yeah. This is a step up for Allie's social calendar on New Year's. <laughs> You're already like an hour past your bedtime. Fuck yeah. That's funny. What are you drinking, Allie? Oh, um, so Nick came home with more of the press that he got uh, yesterday. And this one is grapefruit, grapefruit, grapefruit cardamom. I've, How is it? It's delicious. Is yeah. it? Is it, is it tart or is it sweet? I didn't get that one on purpose because I didn't know if it was going to be like bitter as I don't fun. know. It's grapefruit. It's probably bitter. You're grapefruit. Grapefruit is usually tart. It's never it's, sweet. It, mm. But what is the other thing that's in it? I don't fucking know how to say it. Cardamom? Car- yes. Cardamom. You said it that. right. 
definitely said it right. What is that? Why do I imagine like a fucking flower? <laughs> Josh, I'm deferring to you. <laughs> a fucking flower. It's essentially, yeah, it's a seasoning. So, yeah. <laughs> now I'm just picturing spices. So I'm not this. wrong no, with flour. You're not. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Okay. Well, Allie, does said flour give it like a sweetness or like is it still really bitter? It's not. This should not be hard. It's not bitter at all. It tastes like oh, okay. grapefruit. That was my question. Grapefruit is bitter. <laughs> grapefruit is bitter. Grapefruit is not bitter. What, what in the, the fuck bug? are you eating? Your taste buds COVID. are jacked. <laughs> pretty much. For like seven months now. <laughs> Every time Allie gets a cough, she goes, I don't have COVID. And I'm like, okay. And then like one day later, she's like, you know, because I probably have COVID. And I'm like, yeah. Here to answer your question, it tastes like a sweet tart. Holy oh, shit. okay. I love that. Yep. Okay, I'll get that one next time because I have the pomegranate ginger and you would hmm. love that There's one. There's a mixed thing of them, you know. I did see that, but I got really nervous because I didn't want to only like one of them and then not have you here to drink them with me. Yeah, heaven forbid we try so. new things. We don't, we don't. You know, things. the last time I said that to Jordan, <laughs> it was a special night. <clears throat> it was a very Let's just say night. I needed a full size ladder, not is, a step ladder. <laughs> is that why you know what yes. it looks like when yes. Josh comes? Yes, that's why he knows my mm-hmm. old face. This is exactly mm-hmm. excellent. This is exactly how he oh, knows my old face. This is all coming together for me, and I really, I don't love the visual, but I appreciate knowing so oh, much information. I, I'm telling you right now, it's cinematic. It's it's fucking cinematic. Cinematic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan, what are you drinking? I don't recognize that. Oh, can. it's because it's a Yeti can that holds my beer in it. Oh, look at oh, that Hush Hush Society. Uh, shout yep. out, boys. <laughs> oh, shout out to Hush Hush. Uh, but but what I sticker. am drinking inside of it, I have my backup here for when I run out, is a Bush, Bush Paps, Light. Paps, close. Uh, close. Close. Wow. Paps. I was going to say Paps. Do you yes. have a whole bushel? No. No, yeah. I, 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 love I would love to get a bushel of Bush Light, but I just have a 30 pack, so... Yeah. He's always been one to hide in the bush. It's perfect size for him. <laughs> I don't even have to duck. Nope. We just walk right in, walk right out. Um, well, okay, so you asked them about mom stories, but before we get there, let's stay a little normal tune for us. And instead of shouting out other podcasts, I want to shout out Taboos, and I want to shout out Dads on Dayquil yes, because it's the end of the year, and there's some, are they Twipods, Twipods? I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Me I, too. I've been calling them Twipods, yes. like a tripod, because okay, I sure. think it's cute. I think it's a play way. on Twilight. I, I think it's I'm pretty sure they're Twilight fans. I, no. Yeah, it's. I would agree with Twitter. Twitter. Where the fuck did Twilight twi- come twi- from? Twilight. That's the fucking. I'm twying real twi- hard. Twi- what does that have to do with anything? Josh just loves sparkly That's, vampires and wants to go exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's it's fucking Twilight. Who doesn't like Twilight? He's jealous of their hairlines. Oh no, that is one thing I'm not jealous of. This this the sparkle the glitter on the skin yes but the hairline no this okay. works for me trust me I've tried yeah. the hair thing and it didn't work for me it's not it's not good I just have this image of you like taking mops and putting them on your head and being like mm, no there there are several pictures of me trying wigs on that are floating around somewhere in my house right now I need to come over um, stat for re- for reasons we will those would be worth finding for reasons we will not <laughs> explain on this can podcast. you put one can you put a wig on for our photo shoot when we have that uh, i will do i'll tell you what i will do it this sunday i will go get a wig and <laughs> oh i will God, do it this please. sunday when we play the other joke on aj oh perfect okay deal deal deal, deal. deal. okay and then i will send i will send you girls a picture <clears throat> Is Maybe. this going to be posted anywhere or no? Oh, yeah, I'll post it. It's going to be all over the internet at some point. <laughs> I, if it's if he's got access to it, it's going somewhere. So, I mean, <laughs> always got access, homie. Always. Um, so what I was saying, though, is the Taboos ladies are up for best new podcast uh, for the end of the year. And they're handedly in the lead right now. Um, Deservedly yes, so. Absolutely. Deservedly so. Uh, we got nominated for two categories. We got nominated for Best Comedy Podcast, and we're probably not winning that one because we're going up against Cold Collars, uh, Cold Collars Comedy and uh, Talking Shiz, and both are fantastic. So shout out to both of those podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we also are up and in a big lead in the Best Multi-Host Podcast. So there's a chance. 
You know what's really funny? I actually I voted for you in both oh. of those categories. Oh, like you? Thanks. Oh, you did. You did. You nominated us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I put you yeah. specifically. Yeah, that's what I meant. But I think I then voted for both of you, both of those categories as well. But when I nominated, yeah, because you you sent that, that gift you that you, the he got too. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like specifically against don't the care. rules and I was like, <laughs> don't care. No fucks given. So yeah, that's, that's, I don't know, to us, we've been doing this for almost six months and to, to be nominated, even if it was, I don't even know what the Twipods are. It sounds like it's a brand new thing, but just to be in conversation of a best podcast in a category this soon yeah. is just, it's, um, it's super humbling. Especially with some of the other podcasts that are mm-hmm. involved, like yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's nice to be in the same yeah. breath. Yeah. I agree. It's like our like really close uh, family, isn't it? Together. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, all yeah. of our our Twitter family of podcasting is pretty much all of them are in some category. So. Or we're at least nominated. Yeah, yeah, they're they're nominated. Yeah. So, but big shout out to to both of our podcasts, and hopefully there's more of that in 2021. So. Um. <laughs> yeah. I was really excited. I totally did not expect for us to actually make anything, to be honest. Not because we're not great. Like, I love us. Pump and your tires, baby. Pump so your much, tires. <laughs> I, just, I just really didn't. Yeah. I wasn't ready for it, I guess. So I'm really excited, and I'm absolutely honored. We are with, um, oh, my God, I can't even remember. The Jaro Burke the, uh, podcast. Uh, Jar Rebuke. I actually started listening to them Oh, today. yes. Thank you. Was it delightful? They are an audio drama, so they are right up my alley. Oh, that's totally your yep. thing. Boots. Alley's alley. I love that. And then also uh, Two Actors Pod, which I have not personally heard, but um, I made sure that I sent everybody love today because for real, like you said, mm-hmm. it's just an honor to be in a category yeah. and it's so I, cool. The way I found out was, I mean, obviously I saw us getting nominated a lot yesterday, but I mean, that shit spreads like wildfire mm-hmm. so fast. So yeah, I could see that we got nominated yeah. 10 times, but somebody could have gotten nominated 150 times, whatever. But I woke up this exactly. morning, it was like 7.30 and I have a, uh, I have a group chat with Josh from Four Nerds by Nerds and, and Anthony Gobbs from Bub and Gobbs. And I woke up to the two of those fuckers texting us, you guys made it into a category. And then I read another one. You made it into the second category. <laughs> and I woke up. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> and they immediately were like, uh, welcome to the morning sunshine. Because they know I'm out on the West Coast. So, uh, But it's humbling just to be thought of like that. It's it's. Yeah. And you guys deserve sure. it. So absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely we deserve it. the kind yes. words. Uh, yes. But yeah. So give us dads on Dayquil style. But from the moms. We'll, we'll flip it to the moms. Give us a mom story. Celeste, you go. Allie girl, do you want to go first? Yeah, you, yeah, you go I first. I go first? Who's going first? Okay, I'll go first. Um, my mom's story this week is um, Tiny went to a friend's house. Uh, for, for day quillers who don't know, we don't use our children's real names on our podcast. I'm not going to do it here either. It's a privacy thing, whatever. Okay. Totally that mom. <laughs> But um, my daughter's name is Tiny. That's what we call her. She has her own episodes and she is she is tiny. That is just who she is. So uh, Tiny was at a friend's house and this was on like Tuesday, I want to say. Maybe maybe Wednesday. I don't remember. Days are hard. So I'm I'm just looking around the house and I'm cleaning things and I'm finding Christmas presents that I literally had put away that morning. <clears throat> just all over the fucking house. And I literally, Allie and I work together as well as podcast together. So I chatted her while I was like cleaning and working at the same time. And I'm like, seriously, I don't know why nobody told me that parenting was just a never ending orbit of cleaning around your fucking children. I just, I just don't know why that wasn't like a disclaimer. Oh, it should definitely be a warning to having kids. Yeah. It really should, yeah. So on every box, if that was a, if <laughs> every if that was a warning, sex wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I was gonna say yeah. infinite that's a cleaning than anything else. Yeah, they should take off the choking hazard fucking label and yep. just put warning. You will be you will be chasing around little assholes the rest <laughs> of your life. On this. this will break. <laughs> cleaning yeah. up and yep. cooking forever. Planning a meal every day is oh. like fucking exhausting. It's, kill me. Talk about pulling just teeth. Kill me. Holy shit. Yep. 
Yeah. It's the worst. And laundry. Fuck laundry. That is such a fucking pyramid <laughs> scheme, and I'm so over it. I fucking am so sick of laundry. Absolutely. What about you, Allie? Allie girl, hit me with a mom thing. Uh, I don't have a specific thing except for the fact that our living room looks like Chuck E. Cheese right now because Moose got a ball pit with 100 balls, and fuck that. <laughs> it's already That's put awesome. away. It That's lasted awesome. two days. We discussed that was 95 too many. Nick and I cleaned we, uh, it up, and all of a sudden today, I was sitting in the recliner and put the recliner back, and he's like, there are a lot of balls under there. <laughs> I was like, all right, we're just going <laughs> to find them until he graduates. That's funny. We find Cheetos. I find Cheetos and fucking money. I don't know how, because I don't you. give my kids coins. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll literally, I'll clean under the cushions like once a week, and it, there's coins constantly under there. Quarters, dimes. The Cheetos pennies, are me when matter. I come over. Um. Oh, I know. <laughs> Jordan just specifically yeah. places yeah. them there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're half eaten. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I got a high. I love you. Text from my daughter. I'm going to answer while you guys talk. Oh, well, you're up for your mom's story now that you're dad and mom. Um, so I do have one. Um, I had I had a moment, I had a dad moment with, with my oldest, uh, who's nine. And she was sitting on the floor cleaning up, and she was really sad. And I asked her, I was like, Callie, what's wrong? What's going on, baby? And she's like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not having a good day. I don't know where I fit in. What do you mean? Where you fit in, honey? You you fit in just fine everywhere. You're perfect. You know what's going on? Tell me tell me more. So we talked and we had a little conversation about how she was feeling and how she doesn't she doesn't know where she fits in and she doesn't really know <clears throat> kind of what she's supposed to do and how to make people happy and and stuff. And I had to really kind of go into this you know calming dad conversation about how she, you know she'll find out where she fits in and she, as she gets older and she doesn't have to impress anybody she just has to enjoy life and do what she do what she wants to do until she finds something that she's really passionate about and stick with it and you know as far as her personality she just needs to be who she is and keep going forward and it was really nice and then I got a, a suggestion from a, a wonderful friend of mine to get her some flowers and uh, I went out and did that and it was a really fucking good it was suggestion. A great suggestion yeah you're welcome and, uh, I went out and yeah, thank you. <laughs> Asshole. You're welcome. You bought flowers a fucking day in your life. <laughs> Not even for a funeral, you asshole. No, I go pick them off the bush outside. Who wants to spend money You're on so flowers? Shit. You're so full <laughs> of shit. But uh, yeah, that was it. Was a nice heart, heart to heart with my daughter, which was really cool. And um, you know, as sad as it was, because she was, you know upset about not fitting in in somewhere, um, she came out of it with a smile on, and that's all that matters. So. That you need to be a motivational speaker for the world. Mm -hmm. I don't care about you shaking your head. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. No. That's not how it works. <laughs> I'm decent at giving advice. I am terrible at taking Hard it. facts. Oh, yeah. yeah. We all are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So am I up now? My dad's story? So um, mine... Man, I don't want to follow you. You're so fucking touching and shit. And That's fine. I'm just going to talk we shit. Need, we need a good balance. Um, oh, so actually, it's happened right before we, right before we recorded. Uh, we get in. Uh, I'm getting ready to get all my shit ready for this recording. And my wife says, if you come out from your podcast and your daughter is just in a bath with running water, it's because I refuse <laughs> to change another fucking shit diaper. Because <laughs> the girl's awesome. cannon asshole's in full effect today. So... Um, no, not even I do not like those diapers at all. See, and I don't, I don't mind because she's breastfeeding, so I have no part in the feeding. So during the daytime when I'm home, or you know, if I come home from work while I'm awake, I'll gladly change every diaper I can to help her out because she is a super angel uh, and doesn't wake me up at night. So she lets me sleep, and I truly appreciate that. Yeah, um, that's. Other than that, she's usually oh, no. Nazi. She's but. no accor according according to a very reliable source, Caitlin. Uh, she is the nicest oh, one of our group. <laughs> Fucking full of shit. We were all sitting around a table at Josh's house. This is yeah. pre-COVID. This oh, is probably February. Earlier than that. Right? No, she was here in like January. Yeah, January. It was the be yeah. yeah beginning of the year, and we're playing uh, Cards Against Humanity, and Josh Josh's friend from Colorado was in town and. 
we're all talking shit like we normally do. I mean, our show is no joke. Yeah. Like, this is us. We may take it to another level when yeah. we're not recording, but but this is us. And uh, we're sitting there, and she's like, why are you guys being so fucking mean to her? She's the nicest person in your let's, group. To which we all started yeah, like, let's, let's be completely fucking honest, though. She was on one that night. Like, she was on one that night. And they were all, like, little inside jokes, too. Like, they weren't, they weren't things that someone outside mm-hmm. the group would have known. So they wouldn't understand that it was a shot and stuff like that. But, it, it, yeah. 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 Those are my favorite, though, when it, somebody in the joke is losing their <laughs> shit and everyone else is yeah. like, oh, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, what no, is happening Nothing right better. Yeah, nothing yeah, nothing better than an inside joke. But I do. I do. <laughs> they they happen also, all the time. <laughs> I love Cards Against Humanity. And the best card set I've ever seen was the step one, two, and three. And step one was Pillow Fight. Step two was... Oh, I don't remember. Nope. Step two was salty surprise, and step three <laughs> was profit. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, whenever you get a good play in a row like that, where you draw two or three cards and you can line them up right, they can be really fun. I, I don't like know if game. I played this game enough because um, I don't understand the premise of how to play. You basically you get you get no? a card, you draw a card that tells you you know uh, a little saying, and you got to fill in a blank. Or fill in multiple blanks, and then you have other cards to choose from. So it'll be random things like uh, salty surprise, the next door neighbor, and uh, Pac-Man uncontrolled. Yeah. Oh, so kind of like down. a Mad Libs concept. Exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Celeste, Celeste, you were at <laughs> this one. Oh. <laughs> it was you, me, Nick. That was and like eight hundred oh, years ago. Uh, Allie, I literally I cannot not remember. At all, but still. I cannot remember things we discussed literally hours ago. I don't know how you expect me to remember that. I'm so sorry. I'm disappointed. And I'm sorry to our Cards Against Humanity team or group or. It's you play on your own. You're, you're, it's you win or you okay, lose. Okay, so yeah, I'm sorry to myself then. Oh Jesus. Dear Celeste, sorry. <laughs> you write yourself an apology email, please, or no, like in your, in your journal tonight. It's like, dear self, I am oh. so sorry. In my special guest notebook, I'm going to write down that I'm really sorry to myself. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is too much. Um, I actually, I hadn't sent you guys a picture. I just sent you guys a picture in our little group chat of, of the baby from like a day ago, but she's grown. We just had an appointment. She's grown three inches and three pounds oh, at her nice. one month appointment. So she, she's really, she is so precious. Yeah. yeah. You should try getting pictures of her every day and not being able to see her. It fucking sucks. I stopped sending them. Yeah. No, I stopped sending them. Trust me. It's fine. I'm sorry. I'll see my daughter eventually. It's all good. I know. I know. I, I, that's the only thing I can think of about the canon it's aspect. Be, it's got to be you. Telling you. So, it's got to be. Um, yeah, so that wraps up our mom slash dad stories. So don't. Uh, actually, I it. wanted to talk about something that you kind of sort of touched on. Um, I wanted to talk about the duties oh, of a dad so and a mom. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because when we were living in Colorado, I was a stay-at-home dad. And I did everything from cooking and cleaning and dealing with, I wasn't dealing with diapers, but I was dealing with potty training in, in a way. Um, cause Grayson knew how to pee, just wouldn't quite give it all you had, um, at times. But, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about it with these lovely ladies cause this is what they do. Um, they take topics like this and they tear them apart and I love it. So, but in like a really beautiful, constructive guys- way. I love this plan. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hope you got your statistics yeah. ready. Allie, looking at you. <laughs> those eyebrows. Um, yeah, but I, you know, it, it's one of those topics that you know, it's it's kind of increasingly gotten easier to talk about. I will say that um, because you know some some years ago it was probably like five or six years ago. You know, most most dads wouldn't be a stay at home dad. It wasn't something that we did. Um, 
it was looked down upon. You know, dads were supposed to be the breadwinners of the family. We're supposed to bring home the bacon. We're supposed to make the money and, and um, support, you know, the women. And the women were to either have a basic job, and I use that term loosely, but uh, a basic job, or they were to be stay-at-home moms, and they were supposed to take care of the children and do the cooking and cleaning and things like that and get the house ready, which is a job in, it, in its fucking self um, for anybody who's ever done it. Um, it's not an easy task at all to manage a household, um, but it's now switched gears and it's still like a one to four ratio. Um, it's like seven point million moms are stay at home dads or stay at home moms, and then it's like only two million seven, right now. Seven point million. Seven point nine million. Oh, that, yeah, that's a real number. Yeah. 63.7%. I'm looking at Google right now, I know, jerks. but you said 7. <laughs> million. No, I didn't. I said 7.9 million moms. Okay. Sweet You're Jesus. You're being critiqued by the chick that couldn't say a number and also, in one of our episodes. And actually, went, that's Also the same one that couldn't remember a game that she was in, a day that she was part of. Yeah, you know. two seconds ago. It's fine. You guys, fine. I'm really just here for comedic relief. That's my job here. So, eight. God damn, we should stream this live so we can get more votes <laughs> no on the comedy podcast. <laughs> can we put... I would do that. We're getting our asses handed to you. us in that one. Can we pump this out right now? Yeah. We need some votes. I want, I want those gift cards. We're getting gift um, cards. Well, I don't anyway, know. Part of, sorry. <laughs> part of the... I think part of the stigma, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it was taught... I don't know. Maybe it was taught to me in an indirect way, but I've always been the type with even with my ex-wife and and my wife now is i i try and do as much as i can around the house like i don't she has a full-time fucking job you you know outside of being on maternity leave right now and yeah she works from home and and trust me i give her shit and i i play around with her but sometimes i take it too far and she gets upset because i'm like oh why didn't you get the laundry done you're at home all day you know as a joke but then it could have been a bad day but i try to help out as much as i can just because it's I feel that old old stigma of you know men go to work and make the money and then they come home and get to kick their feet up and not have to do anything else is horse shit I mean me personally like I love to cook I, I mean you Josh can attest he's to terrible that. at it but he loves you know, to do I, it I absolutely <laughs> uh, but like even tonight you know I, or not tonight it was I think last night my wife and I were making dinner and we don't get to do it together as much as we used to and you know with life and chaotic things going on but i love being a part of everything i like doing the dishes i don't like laundry who the if you like laundry you're fucking psychotic period period laundry it's easy to start it's horrible to finish um and if you like laundry please get in contact with me because i have things for you <laughs> Job security for real, right. like amongst oh, the four yeah. of us. That's oh, you should try doing. You should try doing laundry with three kids, and two of them are two of them are girls. And I'm telling you right now, um, there is something about you. I will say this: there is something about women who are like, I'm just going to try this on. Nah, never mind. I'm going to throw it on the floor, and then it's dirty, and now it's dirty, <laughs> and I can't pick it's it back dirty. up. Meanwhile, my jeans are three weeks away from a wash because exactly. they're so comfortable. Right Guys <laughs> will wear the same fucking pair of jeans all week because as they go on, they get looser and they feel better. Yes. You yes. guys don't do that. Oh, We're dirty. It's we so true. Won't give a shit. I'm changing I my underwear. To, That's good enough. I had to enough. wash my jeans yesterday and I almost cried because these are my favorite <laughs> jeans. Yeah. I think, I think one of the things with the stay-at-home dads or dads providing care for their children that is misconstrued is there's some sort of weird conception that guys can't provide the emotional support needed to raise a child and that's bullshit bullshit. i think that that plays into i'm sorry Allie. i didn't mean to cut you off i'm just going to say this one thing i think that that plays into an individual and also a societal misconception of what masculinity is supposed to be right what we're talking about Mm -hmm. right now is the societal perspective of what masculinity is supposed to look like and from my perspective and i think all of our perspectives that's not really it i agree um yeah no i i think well for me i know celeste i've told you the story about my (laughs) ex-wife 
I, don't I haven't. I haven't. It was too much to, for me to process, so I couldn't regurgitate it. <clears throat> okay, I won't get no. into it on here. I'll leave it. I'll leave it off air. But I'll. I'll maybe Allie or maybe Celeste can show you Allie of what I text her and, and told her about the situation I'm in of why I have my son full time. But sometimes I have to take a step back, like you said about the masculinity, because I'm a hard ass when it comes to being a parent. Like I'm an asshole, but my mom was an asshole and she was a hard ass on me. And so it's just it's just nature and it's the way I am. But I have to take a step back because my wife is also a hard ass and she loves my son to death. She's taken him in and his grandparents, uh, now grandparents, for, you know, her parents are like blood grandparents to him and treat him like he's some little golden god. Yeah, and I love funny. it. But it's 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 crazy you would think they're his actual grandparents but um sometimes i have to take a step back and realize to give him extra love because he's not getting it from like normal a normal setting because my wife being his stepmom isn't it's just different it is and i mean Mm -hmm. like i have a stepdad and i don't really call my stepdad because he's my dad he's he's who raised me but it was still you know the love that i got growing up was from my mom but I also got the punishment from her too, but for me, it I, I have to remember to show him love and show him a little extra care at times because he doesn't have that normal mom figure that he had in the past. So, um, it, it's tough though. But but society, it's like it's not okay. It's not okay for a guy to cry. You know, it's not okay the masculine thing like you're talking about. Like you have to be some fucking yeah. hard ass. No, you don't. You really don't. And it's okay. Mm-hmm to not be that way and for me to touch on that a little bit you know my dad my dad was always the one to you know tell me like look you know i don't know why you're crying like everything's fine like deal with it just shut up stop crying stop crying like that was literally the whole the whole thing like there was no explanation for any of it for any of my emotions there was never any um way to understand what was going on like it was just i had to process my emotions by stop crying that was it, you know, and now as a father, I actually see that in my son because my son, who's the youngest, he's five, he is the most emotional. When something doesn't go his way, he gets upset. When something isn't easy for him, he gets upset. And his first reaction is to actually sit down and cry. And I I really have to step back sometimes because it is ingrained in me that that is like sometimes my first response is like, dude, you got to stop crying. But I have to remember to follow it up with, okay, why are you crying? What's the emotion? Try and process the emotion. Don't just let it out in these tears. Like give the tears a purpose. So you can cry. You're more than welcome to cry if that's how you're going to get it out, but you have to give them purpose. And I've got to remember how to, right. how to teach them how to understand it and not just throw a little fit, you know, but there, yeah, there's a difference between a yeah. fit and yeah, just being emotional. Exactly. But, I, but I was, you know, I was raised, I had, I had a, an old school grandfather. My mom's dad, um, was, big on don't show emotion you're a man don't show emotion you you're not supposed to you're not supposed to be angry you're not supposed to be sad until it until you're alone you're only supposed to be sad when you're alone and and you can be angry in front of people but the way you're angry it has to be in defense of you know a family member because he was an old school italian um with ties in places how did you say mozzarella what what's come on one time mozzarella yeah, yeah he, so for for me you, know, I, you you touched on it too you know that's that is one thing that growing up it, it, we are taught as men to really be a sense of power i think is, is another way to put it you know you have to be a you have to be a certain type of presence in the home not not just um not just not not showing emotion but you you know don't like the old saying you know wait until your dad gets home like well, what i was scared of my mom as much as I was scared of my dad, like my mom never said that to me ever. My mom never said, wait until your dad gets home. She didn't want to wait. She didn't want to wait at all. And uh, she'd rather beat my ass on her own. It's it's like there's this weird misconception that vulnerability will crumble the foundation when that couldn't be any less true. And if anything, it helps strengthen the foundation to actually have and show those true emotions and how to process them correctly as a child is growing up. All right. So my abstract thought here uh, for this week, we're doing virginity. That's our topic, our taboo topic. And I did some research on um, feminine virginity and masculine virginity and really the comparison because they're truly not 
looked at the same, right? I'm sure you guys can attest to that. And that's a different conversation. But my abstract thought that I want to offer that I gained from this research um, that I want to just kind of throw into this thought process of like, why can't men be emotional? Why can't they show that vulnerability? I'm actually curious if it stems from like an evolutionary protector thing, as in men who are just hard, right? Just cold and hard and and whatever. They're, and I'm not saying this is true. I'm asking if this is the perception. They're the alpha personality because they're stronger, right? Like they they aren't weak. They don't have a weakness. Whereas then the omega male is the super vulnerable, super emotional one. And again, that's not me assigning those categories. I know plenty of alpha men who are super emotionally intelligent. I mean, I would argue that both of you are. So that philosophy. Josh is dumb as shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I just. I didn't notice. Up, I didn't so. say anything about intelligence. I just said. Anyway, she said emotional. Oh. I did say well, emotional intelligence. She said emotional. Oh, okay. He does get okay, a solid he's got A that. for yeah, that. He's, yeah. Well, I mean, to to add to your point, I I will say that that is something that that is ingrained in me, and that's part of kind of where I've stumbled a lot in my life with certain relationships is that to me, I'm supposed to be the tough one because all, all of the female, all of the females in my life have been more quick to react with more emotion. Right. And and I'm not saying that's a negative Mm -hmm. thing at all. I'm just saying that's how, that's how you, you tend to react. The majority of females will react with emotion. Um, and, and sometimes we as males need to hold that down to even that balance out. Right. So where both of us in, in a situation aren't just going full force with emotion and making things 10 times worse, not saying that that's a wrong thing to do. I'm just saying in certain situations, it, it definitely is. Um, the male is like, okay, well, we need to really stay calm because our counterpart is not. Our counterpart is ready to stab somebody with a fucking screwdriver and we can't let that happen. That's me. So, yeah, we're, <laughs> you know, and for him, it's the other way around. Summer is definitely the anchor where he's the firecracker. <laughs> Literally like one of those little M80s, like <laughs> half a stick of dynamite. Yeah. 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 I. Do you think? No, you're fine. Go. Yeah. No, go ahead, Allie. Go ahead. Do you think that the perception around masculinity and needing to maintain it comes from, like, female... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Not persuasion, but, like, do you feel more pressured to maintain that from a female perspective? Yeah, who makes you feel that? Like, who puts more societal pressure on it? That's that's a great question because like kind of like I touched on earlier. So my mom, my mom raised me. My my dad and my mom both raised me, but my mom raised me, and I think that's why I'm such an emotional person. Is because I like I wear my emotion on my sleeve. Also, you're a Gemini, hands down. So that should be attested. And yeah, but um, my mom taught me from a young age, and I still live by this: is you are who you are, and don't let anybody change it. And like I use that as my fucking senior yearbook quote is I am what I am. Right. And, and I don't care. Like if, if you don't like it, there's the door. Peace out. I don't need you. I lived without you. I'll live, I'll live along without you again, you know? And I mean, it's kind of a shitty attitude to have, but it's just being an emotional person is, is who I am. And, you know, I try to, I try to be stable and be like, I'm a manager at work. And so like my people at work don't see me, my emotions, but the boss above me has seen me in her office fucking crying because of how upset I am. And, you know, I don't want to show that to my people under me, but the people above me, sometimes you break down and, and it's okay Such to a break healthy down. Thing that it's just, I don't think is really translated is. to some of our generation. I think that it's definitely to the younger generation. It, ha- it has moved forward and, and gotten a lot better. Um, in terms of that and knowing that it's okay to cry and that it's okay to process. That is part of the process of, of uh, emotion, just to actually let it out. Yeah. Mental awareness is becoming very, very large and, <clears throat> excuse me, and a key factor. And people are more accepting Emotional intelligence now. as a whole, like, 
just is expect it's expected mm-hmm. more places it's expected in the workplace it's expected in just mm-hmm. society in a lot of ways that it didn't used to be expected so i agree with that progression and i'm sorry i cut you off yes i don't worry about it everybody cuts him off most of the time because they can't see him he's too short so the other <laughs> yes. thing that i wanted to offer though in in as just as i think about this is i would question if the reason that you guys are more emotional and more emotionally intelligent and this isn't a slam on anybody in anybody's circumstances but you both were raised by a predominantly strong female right like your mothers are strong Mm -hmm. badass women women i believe are more comfortable being emotional and they showed you that while still showing you that strength and showing you that that can work in tandem personally i have dated mama's boys and i have dated not mama's boys and let me tell you there is a drastic they're all above six two they're all at least six two yes but Mm -hmm. uh there's a drastic difference in the way that uh, a man who loves and respects his mother and and was (laughs) raised by his mother and I don't mean mama's boy in a mean, shitty way. I genuinely mean like men who love and respect their mothers treat their partners yeah, better, right. but also they have a higher emotional intelligence of themselves as a man, as a partner, as a father. And I really appreciate that. I'm not saying that every man that's ever been raised by their dad grew up to be this unemotional asshole that's not what i'm saying but i do think that there's a direct correlation between men who are raised by their moms being more emotionally intelligent yeah the percentage is probably higher most definitely 68.3 Mm. 68.3 68.9 why don't we round to 69 no that's nice (laughs) see some people pay attention jordan (sighs) but you know, another another thing with being a stay-at-home dad that I, I kind of wondered is, like, all the all the chores. Like, for us, for me, like, Jordan was touching on how he comes home and he will not hesitate to do anything. Do the dishes, help cook, do laundry, take a dirty diaper. Like, for us, that, that was something that we were taught was okay. But for a lot of people, it wasn't. For a lot of people, it was like, you don't, you're a man. You don't come home and touch the dishes. You, sh- the dinner should already be made, no matter what the situation is. And if you're, you know, you don't know, you either don't know how to cook or don't know how to do those things, or that's just something you were taught was done by someone else because their mom was always the one that did it, mm-hmm. right? And, and I, I don't know what it was like for you guys, but was that something that, you know, your parents kind of, flip the switch on you or was it something that they actually taught you guys that that was your responsibility well i grew up in my mom was a single mom for a large portion of our lives so i guess my case is kind of different because my dad is a He's very a emotionally man. available man and i love him he is a really great man And it has never impacted my view of his masculinity in any way, shape, or form. So my experience is probably different than most. But I do know people of our generation, men of our generation, that brag about Mm -hmm. having never Like it's a fucking badge of honor. Mm -hmm. I have a co-parent. I have a co-parent like that. For real. (laughs) See, I can't do that. Like for me, that was one of the best. That was one of the best times for me as a dad was when they were little like doing all those things changing diapers doing bath doing belly time doing skin to skin contact all that stuff that was that was fun for me because that's where a lot of the bonding came in we're in those moments you know i've, I've been pissed on shit on <laughs> that's just by jordan <sighs> oh. <laughs> but yeah like with, with yeah with all with all three of my kids i've every single one of them has gotten me with a dirty diaper without fail I, you know, you know, yeah. I can, I've spoke about this recently in a podcast of, of one of our episodes, but I can attest to being on two different spectrums of the mind process here when it comes to being a dad, because when my son was born, I was a much more selfish piece of shit because I was 21 years old. Like I wasn't supposed to have a kid. I knew his, I knew his mom for six months, bam, 
I woke up one day and she's crying because she took a pregnancy test. She was pregnant. And my response was, well, I better get dressed and go to work because that never stops now, right? And it's a shitty response to say, but it's the truth. Versus now this was a planned pregnancy with my daughter. And just the difference of them being newborns is completely opposite spectrums for myself because I'm in a different place in my life. And, and I wish I was there for my son like that, but I can't change that. I, I was the way I was, and, and now I'm different. But um, I make it up to him in, in different ways now. But I, I, as a person, I can attest to being on both of those realms of, you know, I'm not doing that because that's her thing versus now it's like, get the fuck away from the baby, go relax, let me change this diaper. You know, you just sit down, you just relax, let me take care of this. And I don't know, but it, part of it was just because I was a selfish little asshole. It, only child syndrome. That's it. So That's a real syndrome. <laughs> it's a yeah. super syndrome. My, my wife and I currently, when we get in arguments, she's like, you're such a fucking only child. And I respond like, you're such a fucking bully and the oldest child. So what do you want to do about it? It's real. Being an only child <laughs> and is it, tough. It goes nowhere. Yeah. It's, it's hard, especially when your imaginary friends fucking leave you. Assholes. Yeah, they still haven't come back. Jordan just got off the phone with his. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It must be a height thing. Once you reach a certain height level. 6'2", no longer can ride this ride. Oh, shit. That's too much. Oh. Celeste, I I have to... I'm not going to apologize for saying it, but every podcast I've been on recently, I've <laughs> hollered out a fuck you, Celeste, because somehow height gets brought up. So I'm enjoy it. Because How 6'2"? Like, how did that even come about? Because, like, okay, so I'm 5'8", right? Okay. And I live in high heels. I literally live in heels. And I don't like, I don't like being shorter than a dude or taller than a dude when I'm in my you, favorite heels. So if so you wear six inch fucking high heels. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I literally like live in them. I mean, not since COVID, but for real, like, yeah, I, I wear high heels to work every single day. Allie, tell these fools. I'm not lying. Yeah. We're, I'm 5'10", and Jesus. basically when we're in heels, we're we are. Amazonian giraffes. We are. We'll be, like, in concerts, and they can snoo, find snoo. us just because we're, like, tall as fuck amongst <laughs> the other people. <laughs> I'm the guy yeah. behind you bitching, like, these fucking <laughs> tall broads stood in front of me, and now oh my I can see him, the singer. Him the finding fuck? them in concerts has got nothing to do with how loud they are. It's just, it's just the height, right? Sure. It is just the height thing. That sure. comment, actually, though, totally made me think of... Allie, do you remember that little, little fucking dude at our first Tech Nine show who totally defended my honor and got kicked out of the show? And do you remember him? He was my favorite. Oh, yes, and Jordan's yes. comment totally just made me think of that because yeah. he was angry as fuck, just not at us. <laughs> I get my anger out through my music. That's, that's usually yeah. what helps. So. Oh, I get that. When people ask you why you listen to metal, then... You know, it helps get the anger out, you know. It is what it is. Agreed. Um, What? Yeah. I have. you have anything else, Josh? I did not get to talk about my parent structure. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Go for it. Um, We were getting there. Sorry. So I actually have an interesting dynamic as well for a couple different perspectives. Um, I was also raised by a single mom for a good majority of my childhood. Not because I didn't have a dad, but my dad was a piece of shit. My biological father is not my favorite human. Not a good dad at all. Um, And I honestly can't tell you if he was emotional or not. Um, One, because he was fucked up most of the time. And two, he was fucked up most of the time. So I do know he was abusive. I do know that he had issues and emotionally probably the depth of a spoon i can't speak a whole lot to it other than that on the flip side though my stepdad much like you guys my stepdad is my dad um or jordan excuse me you said that um and he is one of the most emotional men i've ever met in my life and yet my dad refuses to let anybody but my mom see him that way 
and I can directly, I like, I can identify, like, my grandpa is such a hard ass. Oh, my God, such a hard ass. And my dad just wants to be a daddy's boy, like, so fucking bad. My dad is 50 years old, and he still wants to be a daddy's boy. And he just, I don't, my, my grandpa loves my dad, and my grandpa is, like, super proud of him. But my dad just can't see it or digest it or... I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I think like this dynamic that we're talking about of like, don't be emotional, be tough, be strong, be whatever. I have seen that directly play out with my own dad. Even as like a fully grown human, which I think is crazy. I think that's good though. I I mean, it's see, I wish, I wish more people would give into the emotion um, just in general, not, not, not just as guys. Um, I know that that's what we're talking about, but you know, if you think about it in, in a way, uh, our emotions are kind of like the core of us, right? It's, it's how we show everything that we're passionate about, everything that we love, we dislike, like it's, it is, it is the core of who we are. It's what separates um, us from other species. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's it. I totally killed your tangent because I made a, a species no. comment. No, that was it. I weird. I was done. Species. Sometimes it's quick and easy. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. Two pump chump. It happens. <laughs> on, on another note, I do want to just thank you guys for being those guys that are willing to take and do those things. Like Nick, when Moose was born, he changed all of the diapers in the beginning. I was recovering from my C-section there was no hesitation. It wasn't a, can mm-hmm. you do this? I'm, I'm like dying over here. He just did it. And I think that's still pretty rare. So thank you for being those type of men. I, I have to oh, echo yeah. that completely. I, well, and I honestly, I know I've said this to Josh before, but like you guys have done such a favor to me in not only our friendship and not only your podcast but just who you are as people even though you're all assholes except aj who's not here love mm-hmm. you aj um no no he's the biggest one of us all <laughs> don't let him fucking fool you no yeah, he's, he's a closet he's asshole absolutely <laughs> he's the sweetest um, he is pretty sweet i'm by far <laughs> yeah, the biggest asshole in the group but you no, guys no have questions. like restored my faith in men as a whole I think um, because I like I recognize I just have really shit, really shit luck. And I really thought that that was normal. I was I truly was starting to think that men who behave and think the way that the men that I have always gravitated toward was normal. And I think that that is probably a societal norm. I recognize the dudes I date are not abnormal. But you guys have shown me that it is okay and it is normal to do this and be this way also. So that really means a lot to me. And that's honestly why I love you guys so much. Thank you. We we, we appreciate it. I, I've recently had a conversation with somebody else about the podcast. And I can tell you 100% like we brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. This is us. Like this podcast, it's all natural. It's it's Josh, it's AJ, it's me. We are who we are, and that's what we bring to the table. So it's like there's nothing scripted. Like we we script what we want to talk about, but we never have notes. We never have cliff notes. It's pretty much an improv thing because this is who we are, and we just want to be who we are and and give it to the public, whether we flop or whether we succeed. It, we just wanted to start this thing. It's it was pretty much my pipeline dream. And then I drug these two assholes along with me and now we're sitting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're what you're, 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 yeah. It's a, she's ex. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. No, don't cut that out. So, uh, I forced her to buy the microphone for Josh because he's a lazy whoa, asshole. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't let him fool you. Whoa. Don't let him fool you. I think, okay, I think on but, the spectrum of lazy, I think you need to fucking put some context behind that because when it comes to being lazy, it's the reason being is because I have 105 fucking things going on in my life and I don't ever stop. So so as a okay. whole, no, I am not lazy. Do I do I prioritize I things? Do I prioritize things wrong? Yes, wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not lazy by any fucking shred of the imagination. No. 
No. But but we 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 appreciate comments like that. And when people reach out and say that they love our show, like it, it's such a crazy. It's weird to hear. I know it is weird to hear. It's it's, it's weird to to hear. It's like your story from a couple weeks ago with the Mm -hmm. uh, at the grocery store or whatever. And when you hear somebody that's not family or not Mm -hmm. close to you, like. Well, I mean, we might as well fucking bring him up right now, yeah. Chris Lavar. <laughs> I was right? hoping we could do like when, a toast when you to meet Chris somebody. Oh, I yes, love we Chris will Lebar. toast Chris Lavar right at the end yeah. of this conversation. But when you meet somebody like that, who he just he found us through AJ through a meme mm-hmm. page on Facebook, and was like, "Oh shit, you have a podcast," and checked us out, and now he's like swimming in the deep end, and he might as well be our fourth <laughs> fucking member. It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it's insanely ridiculous. But when you have somebody that really like I have him on Snapchat and and we'll text each other and it's like to have that feeling, it it's amazing. And part of it is if we ever make it anywhere with this, like if we ever make some little big time with this, I'll never forget mm-hmm. the people Correct. that got us there. I won't I won't be somebody that was like, you know, Chris reaches out to you and you're actually making money doing this thing. And you're like, oh, whatever, blah, 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 yeah. blah. No, fucking Chris is our homie yep. until yeah. this thing. There, there are certain period. people that we've met through mm-hmm. this, through this journey, like yourselves, like him, who if you know, if you guys were to come up to either one of us and text us and say, hey, you know, I need help. There isn't a single thing that's going to stop me from helping you guys. It's that simple. Agreed. I mean, well, I mean, maybe my kids, Agreed. but you know. And the other, 27 other hour drive. Hey, I'm pretty sure I can make it in 25. <laughs> we could make it. We could make sure it 25. 25. That we could make it and not only that, but there's a plane that goes you're, a little you're bit not around wrong. the car. You're not wrong. Yeah. So, we. But you know, <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's nice. It's nice to be on a journey where we can come in contact with genuine people with genuine lives and genuine stories who not only mm-hmm. feel what we feel, but want to pass on the same message of help and you know kindness. You know, as, as dirty as we are. That's that's the goal. The goal is to make people smile. We're we're here to make you you know have a, a different hour in your day that's not trash. We're we're trying to give you a break from this yeah. fucked up reality on a weekly basis. Like no matter what side you're on of anything of politics of religion or whatever, take your break. Turn on Dayquil. Laugh mm-hmm. a little bit. And well, no, 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 back to no, no, no. Then turn it's on the taboos same. and enjoy and enjoy and enjoy right. some knowledge on how to finish. be a better person. And then get back right. to your normal day. Well, that they're on no, Thursday. No, no, no. It's got to go the other way yeah. around because you guys are the pal. Nobody <laughs> should leave our <laughs> podcast and then go on with their day. They need a little mental break for just one second. Yeah. No, yeah. that sounds like we're trashing us. But we are funny and no. hilarious and adorable. No, oh, you, you guys yeah. are great. Yeah. You guys, uh, I, like I've said, it doesn't matter what content you're putting out. If I don't agree with it, mm-hmm. I yeah. still love it. Because I love people to use their voice for mm-hmm. what they believe in. And, and and it's not saying I disagree with you on anything. I, I love all of your episodes and it's it's refreshing, it's different, it's edgy. And that's what I want when I, you know, pump on Twitter and, and or on Facebook and we share your guys' stuff. It's like we want our people to listen to your shit right. because it needs to be heard. Whether you agree or disagree, yeah. you need to hear it. And that's the problem with society is you want to be closed minded and only believe it. <laughs> only believe what you yeah. want to hear and that's not how yeah, the world I think works that would be a so. great solution to a lot of our, our problems is to start teaching our kids that um it's okay to be different it's okay oh to God, have a yes. difference in opinion and that it's mm-hmm. actually needed to listen to those people who don't think the same way as us because they might have something that yep. you can take away from it and yep grow you know grow grow growth can't happen if you Agreed. are staying in one lane not only that but the only person who can stand in the way of your growth is you yourself and i think that that's just something that so many people either don't know which sounds silly but like they just don't process that way or that they don't want to acknowledge because it's easier to say oh i can't i can't do this because of whatever josh is doing today or like it's easier to blame other people well that only goes so far and at some point you can't really argue that anymore so i think that that's a real thing on the point of educating your children that's like my number one soapbox that's my favorite soapbox to stand on actually tiny and i do this thing every day where we talk about 
the day that we're going to have and we do like a little grounding exercise and I'm super hippy dippy with my child and that's my favorite thing about our relationship honestly but we have a conversation that we have like pretty much every day where I ask her who we celebrate and her answer is black people white people brown people all the people and we talk about how we celebrate people who think differently and speak differently and love differently and look Mm -hmm. differently because that's just not it's just not talked about in the way that it should be and part of that is the education system part of that is parents as a whole part of it is that we live in such a modernized screen in your face at all times projecting these images and thoughts that are supposed to be normal and there's just nobody really assuring children like it's okay to be different and and josh like your instance with callie like for her to feel like she doesn't fit in is the most normal nine-year-old girl experience that there is. Like, seriously, you told me that? And I was like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. Let's fix that right now. But children, one, don't know that that's coming. Two, a lot of parents aren't equipped emotionally or honestly mentally to like deal with having that conversation with their kids. And I just don't really know why. I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier in, at the beginning of the show. Comfort is that's how that's how you know men were taught and women were taught to to be. You know, I think it's only been yeah. recently in in the most recent generations, you know, starting with ours, where that's kind of shifted. But yeah, I think too. Once you're in an echo chamber, it's yeah. harder that's to fair. break out of it. Like mm-hmm. where we live. Yeah, it's we literally live in, like, a gravity here. well of fucking ignorance. It's actually disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, so do Oh, we. yeah, our, our small town, everybody's <laughs> related. Everybody knows each other. It's, it's a, insane. It's a, and it's a good old boy Very much small so. town. It's changing, but but that's that's where we live, you know? And it, it is that way. Uh, but But people, like yourselves and people like us can yeah. make a difference and that's what we want we want Absolutely. everybody to make a difference in, in order to do so, better you got to be better teach better that's right you don't you don't have to be six two i didn't to be ever a say human decent being. human being okay. i said you have to be six two to ride this ride there's a big difference no you don't no lower your standards literally. raise your height <laughs> literally, literally please literally. literally i will come in on Bullshit. stilts girl come on <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's let's wrap this bitch up. Um, I gotta go pick yeah, up my kid from jujitsu here in a couple minutes. Uh, but, w- ladies, uh, thank you for coming on our show. Uh, we could do this for fucking probably oh, yeah. half Easy. a day. We could talk to you guys for or three days. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and this this will not be the last time. We will we will be collabing with you on the on frequent. the frequent. So the Dude. frequent. So. Uh, go ahead, take it over, plug your show again. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. No me, uh, no me. So again, we are Taboos, um, and actually next week we are recording our episode, Jordan. So you are going to be with us next week, and that's so exciting. Um, taboos, Yay. T-A-B-O-O-Z-E, because, you know, we're cute and clever like that. Uh, we are on Twitter at Taboos the Pod. Same on Instagram. We are just Taboos on Facebook. Um, we have two Facebooks, but they're the same thing. So just go look. Um, and we are Taboos the Podcast at gmail.com if you're interested in sending us an email. Uh, we are always open to taboo topics, and we love having subject matter experts on episodes with us. So, I mean, there's a lot of taboo shit that we can't talk too specifically we we do our best to provide a lot of education and information but there's nothing that beats a first-hand perspective and experience so listen if you have a taboo topic and you want to join us shoot us a message agreed 2021 is. is going to be wild with the guests that one of them being chris labar so yes buckle up i'm Fuck dead off. fucking serious
Is it already booked? <laughs> All right, we're bringing on Chris this yeah, Sunday just you. to beat you to it. <laughs> uh, oh, and the other thing they forgot to say is soon to be uh, best podcast, Ooh, a new podcast of 2020 on the Twipods. So better hold that award uh, high. And as far as I'm not gonna avoid. as far as <laughs> they don't have to, I can't reach it. She's fucking five ten. I'm not gonna reach that shit. Uh, as far as us, you know who the fuck we are. We're dads on Dayquil. Uh, we always have a good time. You know where to find our shit. Get our merch. While you're on our merch, you can get. Uh, you can't see this, but maybe we'll post a video. You can get a nice taboo shirt that's in our. We have a new uh, wanted poster. Well. Shirt getting uh, ready. To fucking we will be putting a new shirt up real up? soon. So. I oh, did. You thought it was a joke. It was um, a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> if you were under six two, please buy this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we are dads on Dayquil. Um, we love you we love also. You we'll see you later. All right. See dads and moms you. out. Peace out. Hey, guys. Peace. Yeah. So I just wanted yeah. to give you a little bit of advice. If you give a man a match, he'll be warm for a few hours. But if you set a man on fire, he'll be warm for the rest of his life. Burn. <laughs> oh, God. See what I did there? Sick <laughs> burn. Oh,